makes us America's number one breaks destination. What's the O stand for? Oh, my God, it's early. Speaking of early... Good morning! Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. They're all completely gassed! They've given it everything on the global bucket! Here comes Diggins! Here comes Diggins! Diggins making the play around Sweden! Jesse Diggins to the line! Yes! And it is Jesse Diggins! So, uh, how did it go today? Pretty, 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 pretty good. Just when I thought I was out, pull me back in. It's time for the Mickey Plyler Show, here on The Roar. Clemson basketball loses a heartbreaker to NC State. The Gamecocks blow a 16-point lead against LSU. Baseball, Tigers, and Gamecocks sweep, and the Daytona 500 postponed till today. A busy Monday show, so let's go. Sports fans, glad to have you with us for the Monday edition of the Mickey Plyler Show. Monday, February the 19th, 2024. Hope all is well. Looking forward to a great show today. A lot to do today. Dr. Steve Martin is going to join us, 725. We're going to talk some sports meds in uh, in that segment. Certainly looking forward to that. A, uh, a lot to get into as far as a reaction Monday goes. Uh, a lot happened over the weekend. It's one of these times of year where there's no Super Bowl, there's no college football, but there's a lot of so many other things and a lot of sports trying to get those those attentions. Uh, in, in college basketball, obviously, we're going to get into Clemson's loss against NC State. Heartbreaking loss. The Gamecocks' heartbreaking loss at home where they blew a 16-point lead to LSU. We'll get into the uh, other games. Kansas going to Oklahoma and winning. We'll talk about the um, what happened in the ACC. Duke goes to Florida State, North Carolina. Uh, takes advantage of their um, home court advantage against Virginia Tech. Um, we'll get into BYU's upset or getting upset at Oklahoma State. Uh, Virginia taking care of Wake Forest. A lot, lot to get into in college basketball. College baseball, we'll talk about it today. Clemson couldn't have gone any better, in my opinion. Tigers sweep Xavier 14-3, 8-3, tell you all the storylines coming out of that. Gamecocks sweep Miami, uh, 5-1, 11-4, and 14-0, including a no-hitter in seven innings yesterday. Couldn't have gone any better there. I have all of the ACC and SEC baseball scores from the weekend. We'll tell you about all those things coming up. The uh, Daytona 500 
postponed until today. We'll tell you about what time and where you can find all that today. Clemson softball goes 2-1 and one down in Mexico, loses yesterday to Mississippi State. The cross beats uh, Coastal Carolina. The PJ Tour, Hideki Matsuyama, shoots 62 yesterday to win in, uh, in L.A. at Pacific Palisades, actually, and uh, won at the Genesis. Tiger Woods has to withdraw due to illness, and Jordan Spieth signs wrong scorecard. Kind of high drama there. And then the sad news in sports over the weekend, Lefty Giselle, uh, one of my all-time favorites. Uh, Charles Lefty Giselle, one of the, the true characters in college basketball, left us uh, after a um, – unbelievable basketball career uh, lefty's one of my all-time favorites I, i've got some lefty stories we'll tell in today's show but uh lefty Giselle passed away over the uh weekend at the age of 92 years old the producer every single monday and tuesday show mr will clinton good morning sir how are you good morning good morning good morning i'm i'm doing well i'm doing pretty pretty good as they pretty, say pretty pretty good i have not seen the new season Kirby enthusiasm. I I still I'm I'm waiting to uh, break the seal because I know yeah. as soon as I watch that first one, if the second one's not out, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna drive me crazy. So I'm gonna give it a couple weeks and and just binge through those first couple episodes. Yeah, of course, we'll do that for sure. How was your weekend? Uh, it was a good weekend, working weekend. A um, lot of Clemson baseball, which oh that was that was a treat this weekend. And um, Tigers are good. We're looking pretty good. I'm not uh, trying not to get ahead of myself. Yeah, not to get over your skis because it is early and we don't know how good Xavier is. But there's a lot of good things that happen in baseball over the weekend. Yes, I will agree with you on that. Uh, didn't get to go any games. Uh, I worked the Saturday and Sunday games for Clemson baseball. But, um, man, um, those are fun. And I, I can't wait. I got the itch. Can't wait till uh, tomorrow night. We had tickets on Saturday uh, that were given to us. And uh, Cajun Cafe tickets. I was looking forward to getting out and seeing some folks, getting, getting the old ballpark and all. My in-laws are in town. Could take my father and all out and Drake out. And then about to walk out the door, Drake says, ah, I don't really feel that good. Like, oh, man. I want to go to the game, pal. So I trimmed uh, our crepe myrtle and fixed the garage door instead. Like, oh, that, didn't, that didn't feel like baseball. Um, segment two, what are we going to do? Uh, there was a couple couple of statistics from over the weekend in college baseball that are uh, eye-opening that I'd like to bring to your attention. Is one of them hit by pitch? Yes, as that a matter of fact. Yes, I've got I've got a full breakdown on uh, on that individual player's statistics. Um, I was hopeful that that Clemson basketball could take care of business. They did not. That was absolutely gut wrenching to watch the final couple of seconds of that. And now it sets in after losing to NC State uh, 78-77. First, you give Horn a tremendous amount of credit, 27 points. And despite fouling out, D.J. Burns had, um, had 14 points. But Clemson just gets this, this devastating loss to fall to 7-8. Seven 7-7 and eight. Seven and seven in the conference now. And... Now you're looking at a big uphill climb. Had you won that one, they'd have been eight and six. They'd have been tied for fourth in the league, and really a um, a great schedule coming down the stretch to uh, finish that fourth spot. 
Now you're a game behind the fourth spot, but you got the tiebreaker loss to NC State. So that hurts. Right now, Pittsburgh, who won over the weekend, NC State won over the weekend, and Wake Forest, who lost over the weekend, all at eight and six. Clemson would have been eight and six and would have been in a three-way tie with Wake Forest and then the Pittsburgh Panthers and still playing those teams coming up. Already have the tiebreaker of Pittsburgh coming into that one. So just a just a devastating loss trying to get that fourth seed. Doesn't hurt the NCAs that much. I'll tell you about the net ratings coming up. This week at Georgia Tech uh, on Wednesday and then Saturday uh, at home at 745 versus Florida State. Still the following, it's three weeks in the regular season now. The middle week, at Pitt, or Pittsburgh at home at Notre Dame, and the final week, Syracuse at home at Wake Forest. That's one that Mandy just you know you put it in the in the uh, in the win column before the game's over, but you give give State a lot of credit and just just heartbreaking loss there. Speaking of heartbreaking, South Carolina season kind of heads south after the forty point loss at Auburn. You feel good about facing uh, a LSU team that really had been struggling just five and uh, just four and seven in the league, but LSU comes to South Carolina in Columbia, down by sixteen in the second half. Fights back and beats the Gamecocks, 64-63. And now South Carolina, now 9-4 and four in, in the league. And if you think about where they're headed, they are now a game and a half behind Alabama. Auburn got beat by Kentucky, so Kentucky's climbing a little bit. Just a half game behind South Carolina. Uh, Tennessee's in, in, in second place right now, game behind Alabama. So the Gamecocks dropped a tie for third with Auburn. Auburn's got the tiebreaker there. So that was another devastating loss for South Carolina. Now the Gamecocks go to Ole Miss. Um, on Saturday. So they're off until that, that point on Saturday. Gamecocks just with five games left. They go to A&M next week, host Florida, then host Tennessee before going to Mississippi State. Tough road for the Gamecocks coming down the stretch here uh, in, the, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, yesterday, we saw Ohio State upset Purdue and South Florida upset uh, Florida Atlantic. On Saturday, among the big games, how about top-ranked UConn? Ripping up fourth-ranked Marquette, eighty-one fifty-three. Uh, it they took control of the Big East. They're now fourteen one in the Big East. A huge win there. Third-ranked Houston destroyed Texas, eighty-two sixty-one. Battle out in Arizona. Arizona destroyed Arizona State, one hundred five to sixty. Kansas went to Oklahoma. Sixth-ranked Jayhawks beat twenty-fifth-ranked Sooners by ten. Uh, North Carolina took care of business, fifteen-point win against Virginia Tech. Tennessee down to Vanderbilt. The eighth-ranked Vols won that one. Ninth-ranked Duke over Florida State down to Tallahassee. Tenth-ranked Iowa State beat Texas Tech. Uh, Baylor got a good win at West Virginia. Twelfth-ranked Bears won that one. The one of the, the biggest games, actually the biggest game in the SEC. Twenty-second-ranked Kentucky went to Auburn and got a twenty-one-point win. Uh, oh, eleven-point win. My, my master. Eleven-point win. Sorry. Uh, nice win there though for Kentucky. Illinois Maryland. Bama rolls A and M. Dayton beats Fordham, Creighton over Butler. Uh, 19th ranked BYU fell to Oklahoma State. 20th ranked Wisconsin fell at Iowa in overtime. Uh, Virginia got a 49-47 win against Wake Forest in Charlottesville. Again, a great win for Virginia. They're in now. Very interesting game where Virginia went one for nine from the free throw line. I don't know if you saw that. That's a crazy stat. Until uh, the second to last possession of the game, the... uh, Actually, I think they went one for ten. They were zero for nine, uh, going into the last two possessions of the game, and won the and game, and still won that game. Uh, Miami suffers a bad loss at Boston College. 
Georgia Tech beat Syracuse. Pittsburgh got a good win against Louisville. And again, the uh, ACC now coming in the final three weeks of the uh, of the regular season. Um, college baseball, I, I'll get you a bunch of highlights as the show goes on. Uh, quickly, could tell you in the fourteen to three win on Saturday. I mean on Friday, the opening game. Barlow gave up a couple of runs early, looked a little bit shaky early on, and then settled down for five good innings, and then. Um, it was the Tiger offense. Scored seven in the bottom of the first. Grand slam. Every time you look at the bases were loaded. Scored four in the bottom of the fourth and won 14-3. to three. Uh, Cam Cantarella started off right with, with three for five with three RBIs. We saw uh, Alden Mathis hit a grand slam. We saw uh, home runs by uh, Blauser and Rocky. And Clemson got a great win there. On Saturday, a little more resistance out of Xavier. The Tigers um, get down one to nothing, but put up a four spot in the third. Uh, Clemson got a home runs from um, – actually, a home run from Wright, home run from Shufo, and uh, really nice uh, pitching performances by out of the bullpen, and Tristan Smith holds them to just four hits on the day. So the Tigers out hit them 10 to four. A couple of RBIs by Canarella once again. Two hits by Henderleiter and by Naraki. And then on Sunday, you saw Will Taylor have to miss. His granddad, who I knew, uh, passed away. Man, what a, what a gentleman he was. And so Taylor missed the lineup. That moved Naraki up to the, the two-hole. He answered uh, with another hit. Tigers, Canarelli got three more hits. We'll tell you about the stats a little later on. Blake Wright with three hits and three RBIs. Nice stuff there. And we saw a, um, a, a Clemson pitching staff that – uh, struggled a little bit for the first time, but uh, 14 hits by the Tigers once again were a big difference there. Gamecocks, again, a great start. Let me give you the, if we can, Will Clanton, uh, the ACC and the SEC, what happened across the the, uh, the scene this weekend. So in, in a tournament, Boston College beats Oklahoma State and Cal but loses to Kansas State. Duke beat Indiana, George Washington, and Coastal. Florida State took two games from Butler. Um, and I think might play the third one today. Uh, Georgia Tech sweeps Radford. Louisville lost both games this weekend, lost to Indiana State and lost to UConn. Miami swept New Jersey Tech in three. NC State took two out of three from Virginia Commonwealth. Bradley Leacroy getting a, a nice one nice win there in Raleigh. North Carolina sweeps Wagner. Notre Dame sweeps Rice. Pittsburgh sweeps Maine. Virginia swept Hostra. Virginia Tech took two out of three from Charlotte. And Wake Forest sweeps Fordham, Illinois, and Akron. In the ACs, in the SEC, I should say, sweeps for Alabama over Manhattan, Auburn over Eastern Kentucky, Georgia over UNC Asheville, Kentucky over USC Upstate, um, LSU, or I should say A uh, and M over McNeese. Um, in tournament type action, you saw LSU go three and zero against VMI, against um, or actually beat VMI twice. And beat somebody else. I can't remember right now. I'll look this up in a second. Anyway, um, Ole Miss took two out of three from Hawaii. Mississippi State took two out of three from Air Force. Missouri took two out of three from Cal Poly. Tennessee beat Tennessee, uh, Texas Tech and Baylor, but lost to Oklahoma. Uh, Vanderbilt took two out of three from Florida Atlantic. And Florida only played one game due to weather. They, they lost one game to St. John's. So that's where we are as far as the college baseball end of things. So busy show, busy Monday. Segment two, we're going to talk some statistical um, oddities, maybe from, from Will Clinton. 
Short break. We'll come back. Segment two right after this. It's time to stop the debt collectors. It's time to get a fresh start. It's time to stop the foreclosures. Tax time is coming up. Time to do something for yourself. Time to get your fresh start. Come see Robert King for help. Call Robert King at 864-222-0200 or visit his website at www.thompsonking.com. Thompson & King is a debt relief agency. Robert King helps people file for bankruptcy relief under the bankruptcy code. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, it's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glen Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sunbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus, and once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus, too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. Rely on EnviroMulch for all of your outdoor needs. They have an assortment of mulch, river stone, dirt, sand, gravel, straw, and more. EnviroMulch will make your yard look amazing during the months ahead. Order at EnviroMulchOnline.com. Are you tired of being stuck in automated phone loops, desperately trying to reach a real person? Hatflow Co. understands the frustration, and they're convinced there's a better way. Hatflow Co. believes in real connections with real people so strongly that they give you direct access to their owner-operators for that reason. Visit hatflowco.com and submit their contact form or call or text 864-216-3400. That's 864-216-3400. Hatflow Co., where personal service makes all the difference. One of the best things about Clemson is the family atmosphere, and that's what we strive to offer at Harrison's. When my parents started Harrison's over 25 years ago, they weren't thinking about how fast they could grow. They focused on providing hardworking folks excellent customer service and the best workwear and work boots. And now we have grown, but our focus hasn't changed. And whether you're visiting a Harrison store for the first time or the hundredth time, we want you to feel like family. Come see us in Spartanburg and Malden or visit harrisonsusa.com. When you're looking for the beautiful gift she deserves, do what I do. Shop at Turner's Jewelers. They have an amazing selection of silver, gold, precious gems, and diamonds. And Turner's can create a custom piece she'll absolutely treasure. Whatever the occasion, trust a tradition of family excellence for more than 60 years. Shop now at turnersjewelers.com or visit them today in the Applewood Shopping Center next to Belk and Seneca. Southern hospitality meets diamond know-how at Turner's Jewelers. Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your Sleep Number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. And now, during our President's Day sale, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus free home delivery when you add any base. Ends Monday. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. 105.5 and 97.5, we are The Roar, where every day is game day. 
Western Bay and it serves a hundred ships a day. Lonely sailors pass the time away and talk about their homes. For a free consultation about your money, your future, your financial situation, get in touch with Greg Wells, Kiwi Financial Group. 654-5043. is KiwiFinancial.com. That's KiwiFinancial.com. If you want more for your money, call Greg today. If you want someone with a cutting-edge technology, meticulous plan, put together uh, a strategy for you and your current investment and financial goals, call Greg Wells. Your financial advisor should educate you on the new financial approaches and, and better grow your portfolio and get a better ROI for you. Your financial advisor should push you towards those goals, should give you frequent updates along the other updates along the line. So call Greg today, 654-5043, or visit KiwiFinancial.com for more information. That's KiwiFinancial.com. Security and advisory services offered through the Strategic Financial Alliance Incorporated, otherwise unaffiliated with Kiwi Financial. Segment two with Mr. Will Clinton. One of the things that we didn't cover in the rundown this morning. Uh, did you watch the stadium series in the NHL yesterday? You know what's crazy? Um, I did, but did I watch it Friday or Saturday rather than yesterday? Okay. Because I thought I watched it. I don't know if I watched it last night or yesterday, but I watched some of it. I watched uh, Pittsburgh and New Jersey. When did they play? Okay. Uh, that must and, have been and, and, Friday and so, or Saturday. As soon as I turned it on, I saw a goal. I was like, <laughs> What? Like you know, that never happens. Like within five seconds of turning it to it, to it, I, I saw a goal uh, as Pittsburgh cut into. Um, what was this? Let me make sure I'm right saying this. This was look at the scores now. No, no, the Philadelphia and the Devils. Uh, the Flyers cut into the Devils two to lead two to nothing lead two to one. Devils went on to win six to three, but in that stadium series, uh, I did watch Flyers and Devils Saturday Saturday night. Okay, yeah. I, I tuned in on Sunday only because I had a friend who was at the game, and I, I figured I'd, I'd just take a peek in because I have the ability which, to do which so. Which game? Uh, the Rangers-Islanders game yesterday. Was it in the Meadowlands? Where was it? It was in the Meadowlands, Meadowlands. yes. Um, one of the strangest things I noticed during the broadcast, and I looked into a, a little bit of it, and it was uh, I, I wasn't crazy. On the field, behind oh, the ice. Uh, Oh, on the field, on yes. the field behind okay. the ice, right? They ran a essentially a park simulation throughout the entirety of the broadcast, where they had uh, a lady uh, walking around a fake baby in a stroller, a guy walking with his dog, people riding bikes in circles, people hula hooping. It was one of the weirdest things. There were real I've people. There were fake. There were there were real people who were pretending to be at a park. It's it's very hard to explain. Weirdest thing I've seen. What is the reason for that? I'm assuming it's so they could the, so the TV broadcast could get shots of people doing this, you know, common stuff behind the nets. Well, the, here's your issue you got with the stadium series. the The stadiums are huge and built for football, and the ice, the playing services. Is, Tiny compared to that, compared to football field. I'd say a fifth of the field of the size. Not even counting the end zone. Yeah. Right. And so then you're talking about and, – and the puck is so small compared to football, so you can't really see the puck from the stands. Right? How was the attendance? Could you tell? 
Oh, it looked like a sellout. Um, there were thousands of people still trying to get in five minutes before uh, the puck drop. Hockey. I, I, I love hockey. Well, I, again, I watched probably 15 minutes. Between 12 and 15 minutes on Saturday. And it, it's amazing how highly skilled. First to skate the way they skate. And I'm talking about the speed, the precision, the athleticism, their balance, their their dexterity. Their, I mean, it's amazing. Stop, start, backwards, fast. As fast as they go, that's amazing. And then stick handling and the, the precision passing, the goalies stopping these rocket uh, pucks. Like, it's amazing. The hard part of hockey is, and the rules aren't that complicated. Uh, I Once you get past the icing on the two-line two pass, that's easy. And then, you know, you get some of the clutch and grab stuff, some of the, you know, hooking and some of the, the penalties. You kind of get through that. I've got all that. The thing I've lost because I hadn't kept up with hockey in, in the last five or six years is, like I'm looking at the stats, the, the box score from Saturday's game. I mean, from yesterday's game, we talked about Rangers and and, uh, and Islanders. Uh, in the box score, G for goals, A for assists, I got that. Plus, minus, I got that. Uh, I don't Oh, shots. I imagine S is for shots. Uh, S, M, I don't know. B, S, I don't know. P, N, I don't know. Penalty minutes, I think, is P, I, M. H, T, T, K, G, V, don't know the things. Then you got how many shifts they took. And then you got time on ice, penalty time on ice, shorthanded time on ice, and I don't know what ES time on ice is. How many face-offs you won, how many face-offs you lost. There's a lot of stats in there, but I'm not sure what some of those are. And then the other thing is the standings are very confusing for a sports fan because you got games played when you look at the standings. you got wins, losses, overtime losses, because that counts for other points. And points. Then you get RWs, ROWs, SOWs, SOLs. That's shootout wins, shootout losses. I don't know what R, RW or ROWs are. Home record, away record, goals for goals against differential. I got all that. Need to look up. But there's just a few little things in there in the, in the, in the box score. Saying, I'm not sure what the heck they are. Right? And that's kind of a little bit confusing for, for hockey making. Yeah, they, they revamped a lot of the uh, standings and um, point values of of regulation wins versus overtime wins. Regulation uh, wins, three right. Three years ago, I believe. Uh, regulation wins, that's RW. What are ROW? That I'm not sure of. Not looking at the stats. Shootout wins, shootout losses, but ROW is... Regulation overtime win. No, no, no. That, that's a oxymoron no. there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, you see my point. I hope you see my point. I, I do, yes. And um, I, I'm a fan of hockey. Usually I don't really tune in until we get to the postseason. Um, just because there's so much else that, that's going on during yeah. the regular season of they, hockey. They but, do have the best postseason, though. Oh, yes. Oh, it it never fails to excite. And, and, and the other thing is, one thing I like of my sports, I want the players to care. Like last night, the idea that in the NBA you could have – uh, 400 points scored basically in the NBA All-Star game. They don't care about playing defense. Um, the NBA, if you watch 
the NBA games now. It's 132. It's like the old ABA games, 132 to 126. They don't care about defense in that game. Well, that really plays into to the direction that I was trying to go. I, I okay. believe that these uh, stadium series, the outdoor games in the NHL, are great, not only for TV but for fans because you can get so many more people exposed to these games that wouldn't have the ability to. I mean, uh, the NHL capacity is essentially that of an NBA arena, um, 18,000, 23,000 for most, uh, for, for most, I keep wanting to call them ballparks, rinks, arenas, if you will. The NBA all-star game last night. Did you, did you watch any of that? No, wouldn't be caught. My life's way too short. And I, I follow the NBA a lot closer than you. I did not watch a second of it. I, I caught a lot of it after the fact last night and this morning. You could tell that let's, let's just say, um, uh, Nikola Jokic, the reigning MVP in the NBA, you could tell he did not care about that game. Yeah. None of those players cared. They nah. treated it like a joke. And the fact that they get anyone to watch this for outside of comedic value yeah. is amazing. Um, hey, I just looked this up. The New Jersey and Philadelphia Flyer game in um, MetLife Stadium drew 70,324. Wow. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. And where was it uh 2 or 3 years ago was it at Iowa Stadium football stadium um where they set an attendance record? No, it couldn't have been. It must have been Michigan Stadium where they had like 102,000 people at a hockey game. I believe it was in the Big House. Yeah, they had the well the record for so far than a stadium series at least that might have been for like college hockey so for a stadium series the record is the the uh rangers and the islanders drew seventy nine thousand. that was that was yesterday um drew seventy nine thousand six hundred ninety. so that's the all-time record in the nhl so we saw that anyway that's that's unbelievable that's, just fantastic stuff that's pretty good the, that broke the record for the day before at the same stadium that I watched the the Devils and the Flyers, I just didn't notice the people in the background. I guess uh, doing, their, <laughs> yeah, doing their stuff, the park simulation. But but one hundred forty nine thousand people piled into uh, MetLife Stadium, East Rutherford, New Jersey, to watch hockey this weekend. That's great, man. Good for them. That's fantastic. Not sure if this is a record, but we alluded to this in segment one. Um, there was a player for. The uh, Sacramento State, I'm not even sure what their yes. uh, their mascot is, but uh, his name is Matt Masiangelo. Right. Um, he went in three games. He had 10 plate appearances. He was hit eight times, hit by a pitch, yep. eight separate times. And yep. uh, during a double header on Friday, game one, he made three plate appearances, and he was hit three times. Game two of that doubleheader, he made five plate appearances. He was hit four times. In, one, in a doubleheader, he got hit seven times in the doubleheader. Yes. And in the finale yesterday, he made, uh, he made three plate appearances. He was hit once, but he was actually hit a second time, but they called it batter's interference. 
So you wonder how much was he leaning over the plate anyway? Second, because you know the other teams kind of complain about that. But the thing that amazed me, I saw all seven on the doubleheader, saw a video of it because I've never seen him get hit seven times. He never got mad. He never <laughs> charged the mound. He never looked at the guy. He just <laughs> throw his bat down, walk over to first. And they weren't trying to hit him. No. No. A lot of times, like, there's bases loaded. We never do that. Un, you know, occupied bases, whatever. You never do those things. But seven in one day and eight for the weekend. So, you know, he's in the training room this weekend. Let's get this guy an ice bath, bottle of Advil, and um – I don't know, back rub maybe. Uh, you, you hear somebody say, take one for the team. Very seldom do you hear someone say, take eight for the team. <laughs> and, and it reminds me of, of the great 1970s show, Eight is Enough. Remember that? You don't remember that. That's before your time. Well, maybe that's why they didn't give him his ninth hit by pitch. Because oh. eight. Eight is enough. Is enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, one more stat from this week, and this is for Clemson baseball. Um, in 24 innings where Clemson took the plate, we loaded the bases 12 of those innings. <clears throat> and if you count the first inning of game one where there were there was a grand slam, right and and then the bases were loaded afterwards, right. Clemson loaded the bases 13 times in 24 innings against Xavier. I, I heard this. I know going into the seventh yesterday that Clemson had at least three people reach base in the first seven innings. Of game three, yes. Of game three. In the eighth, uh, ground out, single, single, uh, double play. No, they didn't do it in the eighth. So it, that I would never seen that before where – the first seven of the eight innings, the first seven innings, you had at least three base runners. Never seen that before. Now, it was helped out by 11 walks, 11 walks and, and 14 hits. You know, on Saturday's game afterwards, Eric Backett said that we left a small city on bases. But I get that because they did leave 11 on base but and, and scored eight runs. On Sunday, the Tigers left, I think, 12 on base. Let me make sure by saying that. And so this, I'm going to ask him this tomorrow. I mean, bad news is you left 12 on base. You don't want to lose 12 runners, leave 12 runners on base. But when you score 11 runs, the fact is you just had a bunch of base runners. Yeah. So you had 14 hits, uh, 11 walks. Um, any hit batsmen? Any errors? Well, well, Xavier made four errors as well. So, you know, it's just a – Revolving door, merry-go-round, bases full all weekend long. And just a great, great weekend. I've got some more Clemson baseball thoughts coming up. 32 runs, 31 runners left on base. So you don't want 31 runners left on base. Against <laughs> top-tier competition. And let's not get let's not get it wrong. Xavier, they they made the tournament last year. Yeah. And they are... They uh, the regional finals last year. Yes. Yeah. And, and they are... Um, I think predicted to be second in the Big East right. this year. Yeah. This is a good team. Yeah. We'll th we think. We'll see. Uh, Presbyterian Tuesday, Doug Kingsmore, 4 o'clock this weekend at home. Kennesaw State, Friday at 5. Now, not 4. Friday at 5, Saturday at 2, Sunday at 2. So, uh, and then next week, a home game against USC Upstate before the Big South Carolina Series. And if you're looking forward to that already – 
at South Carolina on Friday at 7, in Columbia at Segra Park at 4, and then Sunday in Clemson at 2 coming up. That is a week from this week, two weeks from yesterday, from last weekend. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. My great friends at Prime Lending are, are helping you out. Uh, what Mark Hawkins and his team has been able to do has been amazing. Uh, I'm on the website right now, primelendingsc.com. Um, Mark and his team have the best rates available for you. They, they've got you set up with a team that's going to streamline the process for you to make sure that you got everything that you're looking for, to make sure that you have a, a team on your side to help walk you through any type of situation. You're going to love our friends over at Prime Lending, primelendingsc.com. Let this, this team help you out and, and walk you through a process that doesn't have to be intimidating, doesn't have to be hard. It could be easy and it could be pain-free. Uh, find out like I did at primelendingsc.com. We'll open phone lines. I'd love to hear from you. 654-ROAR, 654-7627. That's our phone lines and our Adams and Co-Roofing text line when you come back after this. Landscaper Supply in Piedmont is having a big grand opening event February 23rd and 24th. Join Quok and Ben live on location from noon till 3 on Friday the 23rd. Lots of giveaways plus free food. Landscaper Supply, Highways 8 and 81, Piedmont. I'm Lance Crick. After 20 plus years as a federal prosecutor with the U.S. Attorney's Office in South Carolina and several years as a state prosecutor, I joined Ryan Beasley Law last year to practice law with Ryan and Mary Hunter. Our team works in courtrooms across the state, including city and magistrate courts, as well as state and federal courts. We work with clients in all areas of state and federal criminal defense to include pre-arrest investigations, white-collar defense, as well as student conduct issues at colleges and universities. Our responsive and proactive approach in cases is at all times client-centric and resolution-focused. We look forward to the opportunity to work with you. Please give us a call at 864-679-7777 or find us online at ryanbeasleylaw.com. In every case, for every client, in courtrooms across the state, Ryan Beasley Law, ryanbeasleylaw.com. You might not know this, but the Ingalls Bakery is actually a bakery. As in, we bake things, really delicious things. Things like crusty breads just waiting for that scrumptious strawberry jam. Apple fritters to pair perfectly with that morning cup of coffee. Cakes for any occasion, customized to your precise standards. And did we mention the cookies? It's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. I'm Eddie Bennett. Winter means colder weather and hot deals on Takeuchi at Bennett Equipment. We have Takeuchi track loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments ready to go to work today. Why settle for less with other brands when you can have the best in Takeuchi? Stop by any of our four convenient locations and see why Bennett and Takeuchi set the standard for equipment sales and rental. And remember, when you need equipment in the upstate or northeast Georgia, buy it or rent it from Bennett. I'm Brandon Davis, owner of BCD Services in Pelzer. Do high energy bills have you thinking of replacing your old HVAC system? If your heating system is constantly requiring service, or if it's over 17 years old, you're probably thinking about replacement. This puts you in the position of deciding who you can trust with this important investment. Call the pros at BCD Services for a free estimate and breakdown of our install process, payment options, and performance guarantee. Schedule an estimate today, 864-940-4804. If you're moving a loved one into assisted living and need a stress-free solution for selling their property, 
Samuel Property Group is here to be your guide. From home evaluation to a hassle-free sale, we handle it all. Let us ease your burden during this transition and receive your check in as little as 10 days. Visit SamuelPropertyGroup.com today and fill out the simple form to be contacted by one of our team members within 48 hours. That's SamuelPropertyGroup.com. Hi, my name is Alani. A little thing I like about the spicy deluxe sandwich is that you taste the crunch, you taste the pepper jack cheese melting, and you taste the spicy flavors in the sandwich. I'm telling you 10 out of 10. Hi, my name's Enrique. A little thing I love about Chick-fil-A's spicy deluxe sandwich is you get that rich flavor of the chicken and definitely that nice, tangy, warm bite. It's the perfect harmony of spiciness and taste. Order the spicy deluxe sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real guests paid for their testimonials. The Mickey Plyler Show. Try it at no obligation for 30 days or your money back. Every morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Right here on 105.5 and 97.5, The Roar. Where every day is game day. to have you with us our great friends over at Serta Pro Painters there is a reason why Serta Pro Painters are the number one most referred to paint company in North America and the reason is is because of customer satisfaction at such a high level one thing you're going to get when you when you deal with Serta Pro Serta Pro Painters is they're going to call in advance they're going to call after it's over they're going to make sure in a post exit interview what can we do what can we do more of you know, you hear stories of people using a paint crew for one time. Here, here's a great one. Lady says that, that she's a widow. Husband passed away a year ago. Um, since she's passed, she hear, she's, she's a little hard of hearing, and and um, she, they needed everything explained to her on her exterior paint job. And she didn't know the crew and didn't know how Sort of Pro operates, so she trusted them on the job. Sort of Pro went above and beyond, she said, to make her feel comfortable and to ease her concerns to make sure her outdoor security cameras were and security lights were never obstructed by any of the equipment. Now that might sound something simple, but you put yourself in her shoes, uh, real you know, large house, remove any of the plastic in the equipment, safety you know type of stuff that goes on, and they were she was so appreciative of what they were able to do for her, um, and explain things to her and take time to explain things to her because she never had to go through anything like that before. It's a typical example we hear from Certipro. Free estimate today, certapro.com, 1-800-GO-CERTA, C-E-R-T-A, 1-800-GO-CERTA. So when you're looking for uh, residential, commercial painting, brick painting, lime washing, cabinet refinishing, repainting, uh, color consultation, drywall repair, vinyl, aluminum siding, wallpaper removal, popcorn seal removal, do it all, certapro.com. Glad to have you with us on a very busy Monday uh, college basketball, our two in-state teams, take it on the chin. And in two, just gut-wrenching losses. What those losses meant, not I don't think crushed any kind of NCAA tournament bid hopes for Clemson or South Carolina. Like, they're like five lines, six lines, something like that. 
but it crushed st- uh, conference type implications. Um, Clemson is still a five seed after that loss. Projected, they were right. a five seed prior to the game. Still a five seed. Uh, they dropped three spots in the net. Right. Although NC State is a quad three loss, um, that is probably going to change because they have an upward trajectory. Yeah, and South Carolina's firmly in as well. You feel, I mean, it's not an NCAA tournament thing, but for the conference tournament, the Gamecocks were fighting it out, and now with what Alabama's doing, with what Auburn's doing, with what Tennessee's doing, and now Kentucky kind of coming on a little bit, it really puts them behind the eight ball as far as trying to win that league. And they had a chance to do that. But Saturday's 16-point uh, throwaway of the of the 60-point lead at home against a bad LSU team, that was devastating. Clemson's big deal is that the Tigers uh, could have been tied for fourth. Pittsburgh won on Saturday. Wake Forest lost on Saturday. Could have been tied for fourth of those two teams. And, and having a much easier road coming down the stretch. Now, the, the battle for fourth is not over, but here's what crushes you. Now you're a game behind NC State, and NC State has the tiebreaker against you. So you, now you have to you got to beat Wake Forest on the road, um, and I'm not sure how many wins it's going to take to get that, that fourth deal there. With Virginia winning, Virginia all, almost assuredly wraps up third spot in the league. Uh, or the uh, top three, let me put it that way, top three. Or at least took a, a major step forward for that. But between Pittsburgh, NC State, Wake Forest, Clemson, Florida State, man, those are those are teams battling for that fourth spot. The most important part of the fourth spot, the fourth seed there, is the double bye, and that's a chance to win the tournament. Again, I, I, I mentioned this before. I think Clemson is good enough when playing good. And after watching them Saturday, you can't really say this, but and playing well, you win that game, I think you could win four games in four days. I mean, I'm sorry, three games in three days in the ACC tournament. That gets much more difficult having to win four in four days. And I, I don't think this team uh, is – I think significantly tougher for this team to win four and four rather than three and three. So that was just just crushing loss because of the tiebreaker because NC State's ahead of you and all that now. Just can't say that enough. Now, this week, obviously, a revenge game against Georgia Tech. Tech is just 4-11, and he got to go down to Atlanta. You got to find a way. And then uh, the home game on uh, Saturday against Florida State, and you beat Florida State earlier in the year. But I'll say this, with, with really with both these teams now, with what South Carolina losing to LSU at home and Clemson losing to NC State, like, how do you know? Like, how can you go into it and go, well, this, that's a win, that's a win, this is a loss. There's no way to tell that anymore. Nobody had Clemson and South Carolina losing on Saturday. And it is extremely difficult road now in the conference for the next three weeks because of those Saturday losses. How, do you, how can you tell? Like, there's this wildly inconsistent. Both teams had those games in hand. And both teams had those games firmly in hand. And yet blew home court leads, and and by my count, I'm telling you, I think bad losses both ways, bad losses. Let me get Hal, 654 Roar. Good morning, Hal. Thanks for hanging on, man. Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, pretty good, Mickey. Uh, uh, that, that, that play in that Super Bowl, uh, that, that won the game in overtime. I yes. mean, that, that – 
look exactly like the play that Deshaun Watson did to Hunter Renfro, and and also uh, it, it would. Uh, um, I was watching NFL Honors, and they had a. Uh, it it'd be fitting to have a British royalty on there and all that since uh, he was presenting the Walter Payton Man of the Year uh, uh, since. Uh, I mean, make, feeling fitting and all that. To, I mean, as long as Carson Wentz is still playing, uh, I think uh, I think Prince Harry should be on the NFL arms every year. And all that since uh, Carson Wentz is uh, Prince Harry in pads and uh, and Caitlin Clark. I mean, uh, I, I, I hardly heard uh, you uh, bring up her name yet. Uh, uh, she's now the all-time scorer in um, NCAA college female history. Yes, uh, Caitlin Clark did an unbelievable job. She's amazing. She's her range is amazing. She's the the Steph Curry of of women's basketball. Man can make it from anywhere. So you give her a lot of credit for that for sure. Pal, appreciate the phone call, man. Hope you have a great day today. Um, I talked about the Gamecocks. They lost a sixteen point lead. Clemson had a twelve point lead uh, at the uh, inside of ten minutes to go in the game. And State went on a, a nice run. Actually, Clemson had a uh, a 10-point lead with, with inside of nine minutes to go. And State's DJ Horn, you got to give him credit. He played awesome. It's a huge win for Kevin Keats. Huge win for NC State. And now looking at what State has moving forward, Syracuse at home, Boston College at home, at Florida State. They do get at North Carolina and Duke, so that's good for Clemson. They got those two. And then at Pittsburgh, that Pittsburgh game would be huge. Pittsburgh is one that is also fighting out for that spot, that fought, that fourth spot in the ACC, that very valuable fourth spot. Uh, they have at Wake Forest, Virginia Tech at home, at Clemson, at Boston College, Florida State at home, NC State at home. Pretty tough for the most part. And then Wake Forest is one that is still trying to battle out for that spot as well. And Wake Forest has Pittsburgh at home, Duke at home, at Notre Dame, at Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech at home, Clemson at home. That might be the easiest one outside of Duke. So, But, but the Tigers just had the whole uh, a 12-point lead, 10 minutes to go, and now you're tied for fourth, and you got the best record, best uh, schedule coming down the stretch. It just would have been amazing. But it wasn't. And I, I would like to say that after the, the prior three games, it felt like we were comfortable Blowing a lead late in the game, having them crawl all the way Finish back. Finish it out. Because in the, in the three games prior, that's that's when we hit the kill switch. What's crazy is, like, that's where the season was headed. This has been a conversation going back to the fall, and I've had a couple times with the company's coaches, that the most difficult part of coaching today, in transfer portal or NIL, or the most difficult part today is that you get these wildly inconsistent teams and these wildly inconsistent results in teams now. And you get these these kids that will go one night, go 8 of 12 from the field and score 25 points, and the next night go 2 of 14 from the field and score 4 points. It's like you get the, your defensive effort. Your, I mean, just, a, and, and, and just the concentration level. Or the awareness level, and you get these wildly inconsistent things, and in, in, even within a game itself, 
Uh, and I, again, I, I don't want to take away. I give NC State and LSU a lot of credit. NC State and LSU made those comebacks. For the Gamecocks, and I'm get, I got a bunch of text messages on this. If they win on just just beat a, a lowly LSU team on Saturday, make sure I'm, I'm exactly right by saying this. Um, that puts South Carolina. I'm not even talking about winning, you know, getting beat by 40 at Auburn. I'm talking about like what just beat the team you're supposed to be on Saturday after you have a 60 point lead. That puts the Gamecocks at 10 and three, and that means you're a half game behind Alabama. Instead, now you're nine and four. You're a game and a half, but you bring in to now you're behind. Um, you're behind Tennessee. You're tied with Auburn. They got a tiebreaker over you. You look over your shoulder now. You got Florida and Kentucky that are just a half a game behind you. Both are playing well, and you're on a two-game losing streak, and a little more difficult schedule now. So you went, you'd be a half game out. I know the schedule gets a little more difficult for you, but like this thing was in front of you, like this was doable, and it's still doable. But boy, same thing with Clemson with that four speed. It's still doable, but man, it's so much more difficult to blow those leads on Saturday. So those were were gut wrenching. Speaking of gut-wrenching, sorry to hear the news that Charles Lefty Drizelle passed away. Uh, Well, this is one of the most colorful individuals that we've ever seen. Um, A guy, he he played at Duke in the 50s. We knew him from his Davidson days in the 60s. He he coached um, 18 years at Maryland. They went on to James Madison and, and Georgia State. Uh, he won the NIT in 72. He won the ACC in, in 84 and was just one of the all-time greats. A four-time ACC Coach of the Year. Um, a guy that was just had this amazing run. Went to Elite Eight and Sweet 16s and uh, just amazing runs. But more than that, was just this colorful character. Uh, Charles Lefty Drizelle. Uh, passed away over the weekend at the age of 92 and uh, thoughts and prayers there for the former Duke player and former Davidson, Maryland, James Madison, Georgia state coach. Um, I remember watching him in that final season. I only got to see him coach in in little John um, just, just one time. And man, uh, Lefty Giselle, one of the all time greats. No doubt about that. All right. uh, An open phone line. We come back. Hadn't touched our Adams Curry text line. Got a lot of those questions to get to. I'll get to that. And then we will um, have Dr. Steve Martin on with us uh, with our sports medicine segment and then phone calls and text messages after that. My great friends at Patterson's Tax Service, they are, man, almost, we're not quite there yet, but we're we're headed to the halfway point, like the all-star break. There's no all-star break, but we're headed to that time where we're almost at the halfway point for the tax season. Get your taxes done. Get them done right. Continue to send me your text. Patterson's Tax Service, P-A-T-T-X.com, Patex.com, 864-859-8289, 864-859-8289. Love the Patterson's Tax Service. Love the fact that our business taxes are done. I have less than a month to get my business taxes done and corporate taxes all in. Uh, looking forward to getting that done. I know that uh, my our, our personal taxes will be done and, and done right, maximizing our returns, minimizing whatever burden we might have. We love the Patterson Tax Service. P-A-T-T-X.com, pattax.com, 
859-8289-864-859-8289. All right. Both baseball programs look great over the weekend in the state. Basketball programs, heartbreaking losses. Uh, Daytona 500 today. Got some Clemson softball stuff for you, PGA Tour stuff for you. Um, Thoughts about the rest of college basketball weekend for you. What happened in the ACC and the SEC in college baseball over the weekend? A big second hour coming up for you. 654-ROAR is our number. 654-7627. We'll touch on a ton of our text lines that we got in the first hour as well. That's our Adams & Co. Roofing text line, same number. With Will Clanton, I'm Mickey Plyler. Hour number two, when you return after a very short top of the hour break. 